All right, the uh, city of Toronto, they're talking talking about uh, perhaps wanting to have automated vehicles everywhere by 2022, which is not that far away, not that far off, really only a couple of years. Now, in the draft of something called the Automated Vehicles Tactical Plan, the city says that they want to proactively, quote, harness the potential of automated vehicles to achieve its broader vision. Now, the plan includes uh, goals that the city wants to achieve in relation to automated uh, vehicles by 2050 overall, but uh, it also, as I mentioned, has got some uh, proposals that they want to hit by 2022. Can we do it when it comes to automatic vehicles? Can we get there? Here's our tech expert, Adam Oldfield. He joins us now on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Adam, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. What do you think? This seems awfully ambitious, again, only a couple of years away. Well, it's it's extremely ambitious, and I think it's it's great to have goals. Uh, you know, I think you know planning to go to the moon and setting up a space colony in Mars is a great goal. Um, but realistically, in the time frames they're asking to accomplish that, there's a lot of issues that have to be addressed before they get there. Um, and I know that there was some comments in regards to the roads and, and the environment of which are really concerning and need attention at this moment. But the first issue that needs to be addressed is Toronto is in the right process. Uh, we saw that with Alphabet and and what Google's doing and making it a smart city. Um, They're hitting some roadblocks, and I know on AM640 it's been brought up many times between uh, your show, Alex's show, and otherwise, but we need to get this 5G thing figured out first and foremost. Uh, Autonomous driving vehicles need to have the technology capable of being able to operate to that scope and level they want to accomplish. Right, so in other words, we need to lay the groundwork first, and we're nowhere near that, you think? Absolutely. We're talking about what is the building going to be structured like on Mars, and we haven't figured out how we're flying there yet. So, I mean, it it seems a little bit cart before horse. Um, And I think there's a lot of like, well, we understand we need 5G, and we understand that there's also a lot of elements that are already existing that we are going to be implementing, but there's nothing uh, uh, moving forward. If I was to be able to see that 5G was operating already and tested in Toronto at a level and scope that could work, uh, then yes, uh, I would say that's probably likely to it. But uh, let's also take into into consideration, Ontario is quite advanced. I mean, under the Liberal government in Ontario, they managed to authorize level three autonomous driving vehicles. And again, for a refresher course, there's five levels, five being the fully autonomous driving environment. Well, that hasn't even been approved yet. Even if we wanted, that has to go through the province to be able to be accepted that, yes, level five cars can be capable of operating in the city. That's two levels more than it's legally allowed to do now. Yeah, is level three, sorry, Adam, I've seen some technology. I know Tesla's got uh, some automated technology, Cadillac as well, that you can take your hands off the wheel, but you've got to touch the wheel, I think, every so often. Is that basically level three of autonomous driving? Yeah, level three is exactly that. You need a driver that's capable of having hands on wheels um, or on the wheel. Uh, I mean, there's been scope of Tesla having a level four, which is uh, not even being in the driver's seat and it being able to drive on its own. Uh, but That it's would freak in, me out, by the way. <laughs> well, I, you know, they showed an example of a Tesla trying to drive automatically in a parking lot and, and try to drive to its 
owner through the app, and it was just having a, a heck of a time, and that was in Arizona. Um, the states are very far advanced on this, and this is where I look at it as what they're doing in Arizona and what they're doing in, in, in California directly is they have got the levels. I've seen that with Waze, uh, uh, Waymo, uh, which is an alphabet self-driving vehicle that is fully uh, licensed and capable of operating. We have a lot of other conditions in Toronto that are going to be a little more uh, obscure and limited. Number one, we have a climate issue. Um, we haven't quite addressed the issue with self-driving cars in climate. And Ontario is a great market to do the testing in. And by the way, I don't want to sound like I'm a discouraged, I'm a tech-loving guy, but I also know we're being a little ambitious on the goals of what Toronto's trying to accomplish without understanding the limitations of what the technology is capable of doing and what it needs to operate. Yeah. A tech loving guy, but also a realist. And I'm uh, wondering, uh, do, do we need any changes to the roads, uh, the roadways, to make uh, this happen, Adam? Absolutely. I mean, this is not, uh, and I think that's a, that's the point. Is it? T- it doesn't just take. Hey, we got a car that can be fully capable of driving on its own um, using that level three to five. Let's assume today, Jeff, that we had five G operating in the city. Let's assume that, and let's also assume that we have a car capable with radar, sensors, and cameras that can drive on its own. So you and I could get into our Uber car, and there's no driver, and this car is now capable of driving on its own. There's a lot of elements that are still required for a car to operate in a city safely. Number one is cornering. Two, streetlights. Three, signage. Uh, four, crosswalk. I mean, the list goes on and on about how a city is currently structured that isn't going to allow a self-driving car to be able to operate safely and securely. We've seen that in, in, in many cities where self-driving cars tested with the driver ended up actually killing a pedestrian. Why? Because the system and the elements of which the old structured roads and sidewalks aren't made in a way, and they're different in every city, to be able to read properly. So it, it's, it's got a lot more than just do the cars exist, does the technology exist? It also means we got to change a lot of the infrastructure that's already here. We can't just make it work in an old system. All right. They say they want to see proposed progress by 2022 with full automated integration by the latest at 2050. You're suggesting, obviously, this is going to be closer to 2050 than 22. Well, what we're saying is in three years and and just again, going on the minimum, we need a vehicle that could, I think they, ca- they have a car capable of being fully auto- autonomous. Absolutely. We can do that by the year 2022. Uh, it's 2019. We're already in 2020 as far as my calculations. That gives us two years, Jeff. So let's go over what the biggest issue in hurdle is. They're still installing and haven't even tested fully the 5G integration. And as much as I think that's capable in one year, I think that's not necessarily reasonable. It's aggressive. And I think really, if everyone puts their mind to it, it could be done. I would be very surprised uh, if it did happen. I mean, I've seen LRT trains, which are very simple tracks with electrical gear, taking years to go in and out. That's something we already know how to do since the 1920s, and it took years to do. This seems a little over-aggressive on my account. Yeah, since we're talking transit and timelines, I'm going to bring up two words. Union Station. I mean, we couldn't even get the facelift done on that uh, on time. So I I don't know how we're going to get to uh, automated vehicles in a couple of years. Uh, Adam, thank you so much as always. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. Take care.